Welcome, everybody. Thank y'all for joining me, Tony the Kid, on this What to Watch episode, everybody. What to Watch Wednesday, of course. This is a special episode for Spider-Man 2, but I can't do it alone. We have to explain why we want you guys to watch this particular movie. Old Man RJ is on board. Zach the Mac. Zach the Mac, you go ahead and say what's up, and I'll pass it over to Old Man. Yeah. Thank you for listening. Check it out. We got a great movie for you to watch and listen in. Too. Um, it's it's a dope movie. I love it. It's one of my uh one of my favorites. You can say that. Yeah, definitely. I agree. I agree. Oh man, RJ, what's up? Oh man, we're uh, as y'all know, we are continuing our countdown to uh No Way Home. I believe that's yes. the name of the next one that's coming out. And that's of right. course, we had to go all the way back to Spider Man One, which was uh last week's What's Watch Wednesday. This week, we're doing Spider Man Two, the two thousand and four movie, which features. Doc Ock, which actually I'm a big fan of Doc Ock, to tell you the truth. I actually yeah, like I him. I think he's like one of my favorites of uh, of Spider-Man's villains, next to Carnage. I agree. He's one of the top, one of my top ten favorite characters uh, for Spider-Man villains. But as as always, I think uh, in general, he the movie itself with Doc Ock was even better. I don't know what it was, but it was a fan favorite, and especially one of my favorite ones with, with that Tobey Maguire verse. And mm-hmm. it did well. I did very well. I think when it first came out, it was, uh, you know, exciting to say the least to be having a sequel for that movie because the first one did good, um, at least decently well. Let's put it that way, you know. <laughs> but uh, it was good. You know, I think, uh, oh, man, RJ actually was more excited for this one than anything, if I'm not mistaken. Am I correct? Yeah, actually, I was. I couldn't wait to watch it because of several things. One is Doc Ock. And two, I kept hearing about that train fight scene. I couldn't wait to watch that part. Oh, yeah, that was good. That was good. Yeah, I heard that when we saw the trailer for that, that look, I think that was another reason why that kind of drew me into the movie itself because it it looked intense, man. It looked like he was in for a battle in this one. Like he was going to do a lot more of the fighting in this one compared to when he fought against Green Goblin. And it. Yeah, because I don't. Th- I think Green Goblin and his fight for him were just when he was just starting off as Spider-Man, you know. Right. Uh, exactly. Here is like right at the beginning. These two just start going at it the minute that he turns into uh, Doc Ock. Yeah. Mm-hmm. As yeah, as yeah I think into, that the like, uh, well, go ahead. the fight chemistry was definitely good, man. Like they were, they went at it, and I'm. I think it's a very good pick too. Old man, because I mean, it's the same Doc Ock that's going to be in the new Spider Man. So uh-huh. I loved it. Um, and he was very good. He was like, his role was awesome. I liked the, the tentacles, like, all of that stuff was very intriguing to me. And at a young age, when it came out, I was just intrigued. And Spider Man was like at the top of the superhero frame for me. So yeah, I was, it was definitely the action packed movie. Hell yeah. Yeah, agreed. Especially. I think when you watch the film, uh, you kind of got a good glimpse of their connection with each other, even before he turned evil, of course, because in the in the sense of how Doc Ock was created, it wasn't more or less a mad scientist. He was just a general scientist trying to prove something. It was just yeah. hap- it so happened that an accident occurred and thus began the evilness of Doc Ock, basically. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. it, it just it kind of opened up the eyes to 
the relationship for Doc Ock as a scientist and, you know, what's it called? Peter Parker at that point, to be honest, really, of why he respected Doc Ock as a, as a human being and wanted to save his life, basically. Why he kept yeah. trying to, you know, help him out instead of, you know, turn him in and somewhat be, you know, that type of nuisance to him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, the new Doc Ock, I guess, is supposed to take place right after this movie. I think so too. Yeah, you might be mm-hmm. right on that one. Matt, you might have to nail on a cuff on that one. What do you think? Mm-hmm. Oh, oh man, is it like a new Doc Ock? No, no, like he's supposed to be. I guess like his introduction to the Far uh, No Way Home. I mean, is uh, what you call it? Like it, the scene. Oh. I guess. Like, but it's supposed yeah. to pick up right where, like, I guess dies off in the movie. You know what I mean? Where he drops into the water. Mm-hmm, Apparently exactly, that's yes. where it picks up, which would be interesting to see um, how he ends up in that world and how I believe that he'll be the only one familiar with Peter Parker's uh, name. You know, he'll be, yeah, right. Ooh, yeah, identity. True. Because mm. he actually says it. Like, he says, hello, Mr. Parker. You know, he doesn't say hello. Oh, no, he says, hello, Pete. Yeah, hello, Pete. Says. And the Is thing that I like Peter? about... Did he say Peter or Peter? I think he said Peter. He, Hello, Peter. Probably says Peter. Pete does Yeah, I think he said Peter. So <laughs> yeah. He has to sound like a professor, you know, when he's talking to his students, even though I don't think he was ever, he was more of a scientist, but not a professor, I believe. Right, exactly. Um, Compared to the lizard. But yeah. Yeah. And the thing I like about Doc Ock, uh, the actor himself, Alfred, Alfred Molina, is Doc Ock, is the way he was able to, like, make you. Unbelieve how smart the man is. Like his yep. his wordism, his mannerisms, uh, mm-hmm. the way he carried the movie himself uh, when yeah. he's out there. Like you his know, he did, yeah, his presence throughout the whole film just made you feel like you were looking at a real intellectual guy throughout mm-hmm. the whole movie. That just even when he lost his uh, mind because of the like tentacles took over, right? He's still mm-hmm. brilliant in a way. Yes, exactly, exactly. So it just—that's what it makes it better, you know. what I mean, like it just shows it—it yeah. it really did dive into not really like an origin story per se on his side of it, but also just make you understood what his purpose was, and also understand that you know it's not just the bad guy, and also too like it's not just the villain in general. It's just how they told the story that it was particularly on the science itself. You know, sometimes science can also turn you into a mad scientist for whatever exactly. reason, thinking that it's for the greater good. But, you know, when you finally get somebody to talk some sense into you to be like, no, it's not. And to have right. that relationship with Peter in that and how Toby <laughs> and, you know, they had that connection in there, you felt it, which is even better. Well, bless you, whoever that was, whichever one you took. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> So yes, that it was pretty awesome in that point. I, I think that's why this movie itself was my favorite Tobey Maguire verse of the series. What my favorite Definitely. for sure. The act, the action was so much better, especially when they fought on the building, the, the whole train action, the whole well, not that I mean the train action, but I mean the fight scene of the train. There you go. Sorry, uh-huh. <laughs> my bad <laughs> for those bad people out there. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, what else in there? Um, even I think also too the connection between him and uh, Harry Osborn, Spider Man. You also kind of got missed out on that. Oh yeah, Harry Osborn. Well, Harry Osborn wasn't transformed yet into, uh, you know, he wasn't 
he was turning into the like his anger was mad about what happened in part one. For those of you who haven't watched it yet, be sure to watch it to find out what happened in part one and why Harry hates Peter. For those of you who have, you know what happened and why Harry hates Peter. But mm-hmm. uh, it makes sense in this one on how he's right. like, and if you haven't watched it, dude, you're way behind on everything, man. <laughs> I mean, sure. come on. This is like 2002. Uh, everybody mm-hmm. had to have watched that. Already. Well, this movie is 2004. Everyone had, had to have watched both of these movies already. At least, uh, yeah, right? At least at one. Least, yeah. yeah. At least one. Or skip by and, the TV. <laughs> or at least caught it on uh, I, FX or something. There you go. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> In uh, this, he's still living under his father's shadow. That's one thing I realized. He's still trying to impress his dad, even though his dad, you know, uh, I'll spoil one part. His dad's not around. I won't mm-hmm. spoil it on how he's not around, but, you know, we know he's not around. Um, so, you know, uh, Harry is like, my dad's not here, but I want to be the new, you know, main guy of Oscorp. I want to build what my dad couldn't build. But again, it backfires because of the fact that, you know, Doc Ock missed, um, I think he miscalculated something with it, right? With what? Uh, the... with, yeah, with the, with the, you're talking about for the science part of it? Yeah, I forgot what that thing is that he messes up with. He, yeah, that, he like, missed some numbers. Armor. Right, it was just the numbers itself and how he could control it with the, with the, with his tentacles and stuff like that and how much power that it was kind of mm. pertaining to. So that mm-hmm. was pretty much the gist. So, I mean, this movie, it it builds up pretty much good on how the third film should have been, where I think the third film should have only focused on uh, Green Goblin Jr. and Sandman. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, other than that, dude, the fight scenes were incredible. Uh Again, we saw. I think he took he took a beating just as bad as he took in the first one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he put up a better fight here than he did in part one. I think because now he's understanding his powers more. Yeah, that's true. Well, that's what. Yeah, in this one, he understood a little bit more on a sense, but I think he kind of had a good already input on how much he knew knowledge wise and what he could do. His his web slinging his how his different antics he can kind of do with his webs and stuff like that. So he kind of was already seemed like he, he knew what he was doing like that for sure. That's why he wasn't as cocky as it was in this one compared to part three. Yeah, true. This Which one, he's still, not just that, but in part two, he kind of, at one point he loses his powers. And I think that's why like when he regains them again, it's back to stage one all over again. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Exactly. Oh, yeah, that's so, all. That's all I got. Um, part two was good. I wish part two. Tell you the truth, uh, if it was me making part two. I would have built part two to lead to Lizard being the villain in the in the third movie. Oh yeah, would have been a little bit better. It but would have because the whole sense of the you know the science part of it. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. especially with Oscorp failing with with uh, Doc Ock. This could actually could have brought up the sense of like, okay, well, let's try it again. Now, who do they right. bring in? They bring in the uh, they bring in the lizard. It's part of it. So it's like, it, it, that, I think that's where you should have. I think you should have. You had a good chance to add him in there. And not just that, but I think one problem they did, one mistake they made with this movie is uh, Peter Parker always went to uh, the professor. I forget his name, 
Connors, I think it is. I went to Professor Connors in the animated series for advice because he told them what happened. Connors yeah. was aware of Peter Parker being Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. And I think that's how he takes Peter Parker's blood, I think, and uses it to create his arm with the lizard thing. Correct. So in this movie, I think if they would have played it right and, you know, had part one with Peter Parker talking to him or even built part two with Peter talking to Doc Connors about, hey, this is going on. You know, I had the powers. Uh, I need help. Mm-hmm. This would have built Connors saying, yeah. Mm-hmm. See what I'm saying? Like it would have built up for Connors to become the lizard and take on Spider-Man because he might have taken a blood sample of Spider-Man and been like, you know, let me see what happens to me. It just gives him powers. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So the whole science part of it comes out a little bit more in it and stuff. Yeah. So I like, yeah, exactly. And I think also to the intense part of it, to where it just seems the connection between them two and why he needed to save him. Because remember, in the cartoon series and anime series. The reason why they had a good input was because of the wife and the daughter, the wife and the son. You know what I mean? And it, this could bring up the dynamic of the family part into it too, as well. Like um, they did for sure, and with Doc Ock and his wife, and how she passed True. and stuff like that. Yeah, so it does open up that eyes a little bit too, as well. Have that part of the connection to it. Hmm. Yeah, true. So I like it. Not bad, guys. Not good setup. Good setup. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, all that's right. all I got for this movie. Uh, at, least not, always, you know, not, not, at least not to spoil, let's put it that way. You know, there you yeah, go, gotta yeah, watch. Yeah. It's just the job we're doing right now with what to watch Wednesday. We're doing our best to make you watch the movie without spoiling it as good as we can. <laughs> exactly. Agreed. So, all right. Yeah, I think that's all we got for the, you know for what to watch Wednesday, everybody. Please make sure you guys watch out and tune in and let us know what you guys think of the movie, of course, and let us know why you know you liked it, of course. Especially at that too. Do you think this is also a good reason to justify why they're making him return back to the series on uh, No Way Home? There you go. You know. There you go. All right. What? Uh, anything else, Zach to Mac? That's kind of safe for the fans. Um, if you don't watch. Movie, man, you're missing out. I'm telling you, this is Spider-Man at its peak right now. It's a great movie. Um, it's it's definitely good flashback, basically, like Tony the Kid was saying, because it's gonna give you some some prior and maybe even some previous knowledge to the upcoming films. So definitely a good pick uh from the old man. Uh definitely make sure you guys watch that. Please, please. <laughs> yep. Definitely. All right, old man, what do you think? I think we're good. I as we said before, you know, there's a good way to uh to get you guys building up to No Way Home because now we gave you two characters that are going to, three characters that are going to be in No Way Home. Green Goblin and Doc Ock and Tobey Maguire Spider-Man. Yes, that is true. That is very true. All right. Uh, It's me, Tony Kidd, as always, signing off. Thank you all for joining us here on the Reject Rundown What to Watch Wednesday episode with Spider-Man 2. Of course, you guys make sure you continue to follow us, Facebook, Twitter, uh, Instagram as well. And don't forget to make sure you tune in on Spotify and Apple Podcasts everywhere. Uh, oh, man, RJ, send us out. Actually, let's let Zach the Mac do it because I'm tired and I'm kind of jumpy right now. <laughs> don't feel like doing it. Right Go ahead, Zach the Mac. Send them out to All right. All right, guys. Thank you for listening to the Reject Rundown. Positive people. And let's give all positive energy, guys. All right. You guys have a good night. Good day. Very good. Peace out.